0: They say that money can't buy happiness, but that's untrue. Go to patreon.com bmfcast and get your slice of the good life. This week on the BAMCAST. Luck is with me tonight, you ugly son of a bitch. It's gotta be. One star, we're in.
1: All right, welcome to the BAMcast! Hey! BAMcast! Episode 454.
0: It is a podcast.
1: Yeah. So I'm Harlow. I'm Matt. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here at Banffcast is we go to watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks.
2: Robot jocks. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good.
1: However, there are bad, bad movies. And stay away, they get a negative sliding scale. One in five bags isn't giant bags of trash. Oh, no. Ew. Garbage. <laughs> and how? Yes. So, uh, we're in week two of some years. The eighth, eighth annual. Eighth annual exploitation History Month. That's correct. Mm. Um, and, and this week, we we dug up a movie that is kind of somewhere lost to time a little bit. I mean, it recently got a... I mean, it's on Blu-ray. It got a, I was going to say, it got a... Blu-ray release. Quote, unquote. Uh-huh. I mean, they didn't do any restoration work on it. <laughs> Not really, no. They
3: ran it through
1: the <laughs> the Blu-ray machine. Yeah, the old Teleson. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Baby Needs a New Pair of Shoes, a.k.a. Jive Turkey. Jive Turkey. I believe Jive Turkey was the original name, and then uh, I think there was a song the same year, and then they were like, this is getting confusing, so they just kind of morphed the title over time.
3: The on-screen title says "Drive Turkey. Yeah. So at Mm -hmm. some point later, it became Baby needs a new pair of shoes. Yeah, I think... think
1: Neither name really works. Not really.
2: No. At least not in relation to the movie itself. At least Baby... (sighs) Uh Uh-huh.
0: Baby needs a new pair of shoes. Um, It's mentioned in the movie. Sure. There's a pint. There's a point where it's said by the main character. So... Eh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The... Okay. I T-tiller. mean, Jive Turkey works, too, because it's... I mean, everything in this
1: is about fast-talking, like, bullshitting, basically. Mm-hmm. Sure.
3: But, sure. I mean,
1: Jive Turkey would be more of a Rudy really, Ray really Moore title <laughs> than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But, anywho. Yeah. Oh, plot summary. That's what we usually do at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm forgetting nice. things. That's a quick one. A number's kingpin tries to stay in business as the mafia and police close in around him.
0: Uh. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. somewhat accurate.
0: Sure, sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think the first thing to understand, and that we had to basically, well, well, we have one alum. Well, one alum. Sorry, yes,
3: Mr. Paul Harris,
1: mm-hmm. who was Gator in Truck Turner, AKA, Gator, aka the the star attraction at the Pimp Funeral. Scene. <laughs> Correct. <Yeah. laughs>
2: Has he ever seen alive in Truck Turner? Now that I think about it.
3: Yes, he was. He was in the first act of that movie. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, but he is the star of the Pimp Funeral and also in the giant-ass giant. portrait
2: oh. on Nichelle Nichols' wall. Oh, and she has that fucking rant. Yep. He is, he he's is, like he is with us. For We're that talking entire... like an eight-by-eight, eight, <laughs> as in feet, yes. picture of Gator on the wall.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's the only one in this that has ever been in anything, really. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
2: yeah.
1: No, but the, the, the first thing that you have to kind of understand about this movie, and what took us half the movie before we kind of started to understand, exactly what the numbers game is because one would probably infer based on the title that it's a betting thing like yeah. betting on dogs betting on sports games betting on re- horses betting on craps you know just general yeah. you know numbers in the terms of like you know gambling numbers mm-hmm. but the way this is mostly used in this movie is it's basically a homemade lottery system
0: mm-hmm. yeah and everybody plays their their numbers like mm-hmm. they they it's it's weird. There's like, it's like a door to door lotto. Mm-hmm. Like it is cash three. If it you is have that, a door to door cash. Three. And like somebody like Sweet Man mm-hmm. uh, goes around and just like, hey, you playing your numbers today? Yeah, man, I'm playing my numbers. All right, that'll be twenty five cents or how much you want to play.
1: I was gonna say that's the weirdest thing about it is that it's apparently all a lottery system, but you can make whatever bet you want, which I don't understand how you make that work. They come to collect when you lose. I'm, but I'm saying like no, no, no. I mean like if I bet twenty five dollars and I bet a dollar, how do I win the same amount as you if you bet twenty five dollars? Oh, I think number, you win uh like a percent like payout, yeah, like ten to one odds or something. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's that was the most confusing thing, and what doesn't really it doesn't really get into the science of that. It starts to. There was a point in this movie, and and <laughs> I'll go ahead and say we're gonna talk around this movie because this is one of those slice of life like you don't want to try to recap scene by mm-hmm. scene yeah. because it's just i think i'll go over here i think i'll go over here and now i'll do this and <laughs> now i'll talk to these people yep. yeah, and now we'll we follow do, this sideline story for a little while
2: yeah we we do kind of follow pasha is what they call him but he has like six names yes so he does this movie <laughs> but he's he's the lead guy who runs the numbers mm-hmm. and it is basically he's told in the beginning. That by the Italian mafia boss there, who apparently he grew up with, so they're childhood friends, whatever. He's like the the bigwigs from Chicago. They're pushing you out. Yep. I'm just letting you know. It didn't come from me, but they're they yeah. they got a contract out on you. They, yeah. they basically want, point, they want to run the
1: numbers game in the whole city, and he yeah. controls like the southwest of whatever city we're in. Because right. they never yeah. even really say. We know it's in Ohio because we do see Ohio plates, but we don't know if it's Cincinnati, Cleveland. Yeah, I don't know, but but what becomes
2: then (laughs) is just kind of like following him going from place to place. Yep. Like with this knowledge, which never seems to truly affect him.
3: Well, he was given he's he was given 30 days or he asked for 30 days. He said, give me 30 days to liquidate because the guy said, we're going to let you keep doing all the prostitution stuff. And then later, we'll move you back into the hard stuff. But we're taking the numbers game. And he's Mm like, numbers is all I got. Numbers is what I do. Mm-hmm. Give me 30 days to liquidate. And what he really means is give me 30 days to figure out a way to fuck you over because you're not taking the numbers game away mm-hmm. from me. Yeah, and, so, right,
1: and right away, he warns him is like, you know, if you we know everywhere you are because we got somebody on the inside, right. you're not going to figure out who it is. So if you try to fuck us over in we'll this know. 30 day period, we're going to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that
3: ostensibly is the storyline of he's got a ticking clock. He's got to either get out or, you know, take over. It's not really about any of that it just kind of ends up happening um because
2: and he immediately double crosses them in a way oh yeah because he wants to talk to his mob boss buddy and leaves him with the woman who's brought him with named serene Mm -hmm. who it's obvious to us like to anyone watching basically that serene is a is a drag queen Mm -hmm. but not to any of the characters in the movie right so it's kind of like you have to you have to treat it that way where it's like everyone in the movie is just under the assumption that serene is this hot woman. Yeah.
1: I think, I think not to you know digress too much, but like the thing about transvestites in general in movies is culturally speaking. I don't think it holds much weight, but like the crying game is the only time I think that trick ever worked. Yes. is like, that's what, that's what that was like the movie where it was like, holy shit. I actually didn't know. Like prior to that, it was always like, yeah, OK, that's that's a guy. Yeah. What about yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire? Not even for a second. And also huh. 10 years later from The Crying Game.
2: Who oh, no. knew? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was only actually a couple of years later. Was it? What yeah. About, yeah the think it was like right 87 or so. No, it was early 90s. Okay. Yeah. But no, either way, but, <laughs> but with part of that is, uh, did we mention the movie is set in 1956? Oh, right. No.
3: No, we haven't yet. But they will tell us many times, like, yeah. it is some cultural milestone.
2: Yeah, because the beginning, the beginning title cards tell us it's 1956. Mm-hmm. As someone pointed out, it's basically the opening of Dragnet. Yeah. It's like the names, locations, and activities have been changed to protect the innocent. And I'm like, <laughs> so what did they leave?
1: That's literally it, everything. <laughs> yeah, you
2: changed literally. Anyway. But yes. It's well, so- the
1: events, that's what they're always saying. Like, yeah. we're changing all the nitty gritty details to like. Yeah, But e- yeah, either this, way. But yeah, so know. it's 1956. Right. Mm-hmm. So
2: that, that matters because we don't get sweet fucking outfits, except for like Sweet Man.
1: Sweet Man has a sweet outfit. But
2: that's about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sweet Man had like, in in the opening credits, had like wardrobe buy for him, mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. a name. And it was like, all right, so Sweet Man's probably gonna have some pretty good threads. Yeah. Now I will say, it's stealthily some sweet threads, but um, Pasha, his coat, the inside of his coat, yeah. he, has, he has a badass liner. But like most of the time it's like, yeah, okay, that seems like a 50s, 60s, or 70s coat. Because that's the thing is like,
0: things in this movie anachronisms are all over the place so i'm yeah. not even gonna get into that but like they kept most of the cars in about the right era mostly, i think they had yeah. some that were like 57 58 59 yeah but yeah it but was close also
2: a low budget movie so oh, it's absolutely. surprising yeah. that they were able to
1: but there's there's little things like there's one point where a kid's wearing an la dodgers mm-hmm. hat and a time when it would have been the brooklyn dodgers yes yeah. and like things like people have like the little small smallpox of, vaccination scars which they would have been giving out in like 56 mm-hmm. give or take and then they realized oh that shit that's causing, causing scarring and stuff so yeah they went to a different thing but it's like little st- stupid things like that that you would realize yeah yeah
3: but they do their best i mean there's not really there's not a lot of oh god they're on a street that is very clearly 1974 right i mean wherever they're shooting could uh, hair, pass for 1956 hairstyles,
1: hairstyles is probably the biggest yeah sure. like Every single every single white cop slash politician in this has the most 70s ass haircuts sure. that yeah. they would have been deemed some hooligan, yeah. you know, in the 50s yeah. if they'd have that hair. Yeah. yeah. And there's a there's, they yelled at the Beatles for those haircuts. Right. That's what right. I mean, Yeah.
3: There's there's a hint of political intrigue, I'll say, at the beginning that really doesn't go anywhere. But basically, there's a, a guy running for re-election for mayor and he's like, I'm running for mayor. It's 1956. I need an issue that the people will get upset about. And the like the council of mayor's aides is just like, what about the numbers game? You know, and he's like, yeah. And then like that leads to like, there's a cop that Pasha knows and he's kind of talking back and forth to him every once in a while. And he's like, you got to give me a raid at one point. And they do a raid on those guys. And then uh, none of it means anything.
1: Speaking of not meaning anything, this just dawned on me, like while the opening credits are happening, there's a like a mass shooting. Yeah, and like it, it, it literally never comes back up again. Mm-hmm. They like they they use it because like the 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 trigger for the politicians to basically say like we've got to clamp down on crime is they're like the rampant violence or whatever. Sure. Like people are, are about that. It's like yeah, but when you started going after him, that's when all the violence really started happening. Except for this never again mentioned thing where i i think it's supposed to be like the italian mobsters roll in yeah to pasha's area of town and basically just open fire into a crowd someone did mention to
3: pasha that someone got gunned down and he's like take care of his wife and family you know and that's like a
1: 10 second bit Mm -hmm. but we only saw like a a old lady and a young kid on a bike's bicycle get i think we saw three people yeah Yeah. shot but it
0: was not like
1: but it, it also it, shows, it was not an organized hit. No. It was just like pull up, jump out, and start spraying yeah. Tommy guns.
3: But it also showed a clip of a scene that hadn't happened. It happens later in the film of a fight in a pool hall. Mm-hmm. They show a bit of that in the opening credits too. Right. Which
0: I guess they're just trying to establish that there's crime uh, basically it's bad. Yeah,
3: I, I didn't Ooh. know if this was like, hey, this is these are things you will see in the upcoming feature. <laughs> Baby needs a new pair of shoes. Don't get up. You know, just sit mm-hmm. there. You'll see this, this, and more. But. It wasn't that. It was just random ass footage. So, yeah, yes, yeah. it because
2: hmm. Pasha is kind of he's kind of like trouble man. But if, trouble man was more of like a criminal because it's a lot of people criminal come man. to him, talk about stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, like he's kind of like the pulse of the neighborhood type yeah. person. But
3: he's got a guy who works for him for him named Do Dirty. Yeah. Like, OK, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> do dirty. Yeah. You can't trust that guy. Second no. of all, he does a guy dirty.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. He does. Right he, off
3: the bat. Yeah, because a guy like hits the numbers and wants to collect and do dirty, kept the fucking money and bought a car with it. Because <laughs> yeah. he rolls up at one point at Pasha's office like, hey, car. And then yeah. so, so <laughs> yep. this is when we're introduced to the roving gang of mumbling hobos <laughs> who are just... So it's like six dudes who live in this alley. And for some reason, the movie likes to showcase these dudes from time to time. They just come out and they swarm you and mumble at you and no one knows what they're saying because they're all talking at once and you just kind of have to get away from them to get to the scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the second time it's they like show It's
2: like a whole up. team of t- hamburger pimps following <laughs> you around. <laughs> 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 yes, that's
0: accurate. <laughs>
1: yeah. the, the second time they showed up, because like first when Dude Dirty shows up in his brand new car, they're all like, you know they're very clear, like ooh car, and then like they just kind of like and start touching it, and he's like, yeah, check out my car, and then like the second time it's like some dude's car just overheats, like pulling out of their it's, alley. It's, it's, oh, it's too dirty. you so, he it? had it's, to go back to his shitty oh, car. Okay, yeah. so, so like, replacement yeah, car. His, his car overheats, and there, like you know, he gets out, like takes off takes off the distributor cap, which you should never do. Yeah, like you know, well,
0: you really shouldn't take off your distributor cap. It's it's your oh, radiator, radiator cap. Sorry, sorry, yeah. it's gonna burn you.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying you should never do that because like that can crack things because it's like mm-hmm. changing pressure and all. That. Anyway. Way, but he does that. And well, they're, also, like,
0: scald your hand yeah. down to the bone, which is what but, it well, does
1: almost yeah, to him. He put, he used, at least you use something to sort of cover. It. But anyway, but like, yeah, they come out they're like, car. And that's like, they're car zombies. A car shows them and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. but they're everything zombies. Yeah. They
0: even start to hassle um, Sweet it, Man. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. They hassle a lady who hassle walks a lady, by. Yeah.
1: Give me a dime. Give me a dime. Goes, I get some coffee, and she's like, "You, you don't, don't drink even
0: coffee." Draw coffee. Like, I don't oh, have a dime. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and
3: they then the rest of them show. Up and
1: go,
3: ah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't even know what they were like trying to do in that portion. I, I think they were getting trying to get it, like a dollar or so together to play the numbers again. Probably, yeah, uh, perhaps.
3: Because yeah. there was a scene of them like looking through like stocks and stuff, mm-hmm. picking numbers. So, okay, yeah. The the thing, I, this is what I don't understand. I've seen other movies that kind of deal with numbers. Like I kind of knew what the numbers thing was, but the thing I don't understand is they never show
0: the end result. Like, what time do they pick the number? Do they even pick a number? Is it all total bullshit? Apparently, it's not total bullshit. Uh, apparently, they. I'm reading some some information. The, the Wikipedia here. of crime? <laughs> no, <laughs> not quite. Um, but apparently, they would like. Use the outcome of a some sort of like the daily take at the racetrack. That's right. Like they would use shit like that, so it was legitimate. Okay. So you could look in and see. Okay. You know, so what everyone would know was. what the number was. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, because there's a point where the movie starts to is kind of explaining the yeah. numbers game. Yeah, I, I was gonna
1: say because like uh, you've got this intrigue, like the Italian mob is yeah. like you gotta hit out unless you play ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All and this.
2: It, we'll note that mm-hmm. the uh, that his that Serene his hench woman mm-hmm. murders the bodyguard oh, of yeah, yeah. of his mob buddy yeah yes. basically he's like yeah
1: i'll play you give me 30 days i'll play ball and then she just straight up murders the dude yep. well yeah. he
0: takes him outside for a talk it's like right. hey let's go talk yeah. outside but don't bitch, worry i don't have a gun he's yeah. gonna go
1: back in and see his henchman
0: dead yeah this, yeah for this sure this
1: doesn't help the negotiations no. <laughs> no. i don't even see what the point of it was well at one point someone even tries to call serene basically lose cannon like she just likes to murder like yes yeah. th- crazy like get mm-hmm. out and they here.
0: make it obvious that she loves to murder Yeah, because her. there's a
1: scene later
3: where she obviously just picks yeah. up two dudes and but, murders them so you got this you got this drama
0: of well the... no she picks up those dudes and murders them for a reason does she yeah those, those were the two were... dudes that murdered um, um yeah the guy the... james or whatever
2: okay yeah, the guy who didn't get the car, who got
1: the car. The guy who got ice-picked. The guy who got do-dirtied. Yes. Right, <laughs> yes. The one that was done-dirtied. <laughs> okay,
0: anyway. D- Dirty-done. Done. Oh, God. Yeah. Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones. Yes. Right, the one yes. that got ice-picked yes. in the neck. And the the one, one whose brother, brother of...
2: really loves potato chips. Billy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you've got, you've got Italian mob basically trying to push out Pasha. You've yeah. got the politicians basically going like, we need
2: a cause trying to, push out to rally. Yeah, yeah rally. we need a villain. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then you've also got like... The, the cops i think even prior to had like an undercover guy mm-hmm. and there was one point where it's like all, yes. the, all the stuffy politicians are sitting around and they're like you know we, oh we haven't we have we have a guy undercover he can explain the numbers game yes. and we're like great uh, audience <laughs> cipher bring him in and he comes in he's like well, well you see the numbers game and then it's just like the movie's like fuck that shit and then <laughs> he it just fades, over. fades <laughs> out yeah. like yeah
0: over <laughs> it, it fades he's talking fades out over video of the numbers game yeah. being crunched as the yeah. soundtrack decides it's, to and then take the soundtrack over. takes over it's and you the don't few get times numbers we
2: game. ever been, been like no <laughs> exposition back <laughs>
3: yes please i just want to hear the end of it what do you, yeah. how do they do this? i need to know i, how I wanted to hear all, all the questions yeah. that
1: they were gonna ask like well how do they know what numbers they pick yeah, yeah. do they have like one of those little ball things exactly. that's what i was <laughs> thinking yeah. like where's
3: the ball thing
2: Where's yeah, the lady? Do they who have comes a big up? bingo hopper? Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on.
3: Where's the Price Waterhouse
0: guy who <laughs> certifies the results? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy's gonna be there. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> off in La La Land. Yeah. So, man. <laughs> but from here,
2: it's basically just him like consolidating stuff and telling people, "All right, the cops are coming to bust you. Time to clear out." He's
3: he's vague to a lot of people who apparently worked for him. Like he's he's vague about a lot of this. To where like, I don't know if this is the movie like trying to hide what his motivation is, or if it's just we don't know what to do in the scene, because it's just mm. him going from place to place and just being like, Yeah, the numbers game, and they're like,
1: Yeah, I know, and they're like, he's yeah. like, Okay, see you. <laughs> so so like these 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 things have been like set upon him. Like this is like what's supposed to set the plot in motion. But like you said, it's like, okay, um, what do we do? It's like he gets the tip of, like, yeah, they they know you work out of this pool hall in the mm-hmm. back room or whatever, and they're, like, they're probably coming to raid you. So, basically, he's just, like, all right, we gotta go, like, pack yeah. up the stuff and get out of here. Yeah. Well, like, the place that we saw, like, when the, we were starting to get the uh, exposition, mm-hmm. like, it, when it, we saw that place, like, and, like, the cops show up and it's cleaned out. Like, it's just, like, the chalkboards been erased all the stuff's gone like yeah because they have like adding machines and all this kind of bullshit yeah and they just packed up and it's like they're always staying like one step ahead of the cops and that's basically the entire movie it's just like well now i think we'll go over here and hang out here oh mm-hmm. wait that place is gonna get raided. all right pick up the stuff and move we'll go to this church yeah <laughs> and it's like other little side plots happen along the way like as we said um nathan jones yes 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 nathan jones gets recruited in because you know Pasha liked his style when he basically came to confront Do Dirty. He was like, "I've actually been eyeballing him for a while. I thought, I think he's going to be good. Let's bring him in." Yeah, plus and, he's um, got a sweet ride. Yeah, he's, he now has a sweet ride, <laughs> and it's clean. Yes. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, so like he's kind of in it. We don't really get much him. You know, it's like he wrestles with some kids at one point, one of which is Billy, his brother who right. likes potato chips. And when we say brother, it's like <laughs> there's like a ten, fifteen year difference at least. Yeah, if at minimum yeah you know so it's like he's got a really little brother and yeah and he has the speech of like you know like one day i'm gonna i'm gonna be working i'm gonna get us out of here and it's like oh dude you're so dead Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep and he is yes because yeah at one point they're like i guess the italian dudes are just like yeah he's one of their guys get him like he he dumped his numbers first like he he was you know going around doing basically the sweet man thing of like what's your numbers what are you betting all this stuff Mm -hmm. and he goes into the grocery store and it's like yeah you got a tail and it's like he's like dumps it all in a bag like 15 boxes of cereal um (laughs) well because he tells his little brother he's like give me some groceries and the kid just like (laughs) keeps fruity pebbles
0: fruity pebbles fruity pebbles that's all groceries are to kids (laughs) just fucking cereal boxes hey i got news for you that's all groceries are to me too well that's because cinnamon toast crunch churros are back yeah they are the king of cereals yes (laughs) But so he basically like dumps his numbers and then goes outside,
1: gets grabbed. And then we later find out he he was ice picked in the neck to death. Yes, he was uh, with a with a note. Yes. But like his little brother <laughs> finds him. And like, so it's a whole thing, like, you know, wailing and crying and like they call out sweet man and he goes over there and like takes the ice pick and the note, doesn't even look at it, just like takes it straight to Pasha. Yeah. And so like there's this is there's this long moment where we're like, OK, well, he's obviously got an ice pick in the neck and a note and so there's like there's like a five minute spread of like oh we have to deal with Mm -hmm. you know all this to like him taking it to Pasha and him opening up and it's just like literally a big like a full-size letter piece of paper that in in handwritten number just says you're next yeah it's the you're fired facts from back (laughs) to the future too
2: I thought it was gonna say like the aristocrats or something (laughs) as long as it took yeah Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) might as well have but yeah but yeah I mean that's why it's to try to recap the plot that's that's basically what's happening but then it's just Pasha going from place to place, and like when I when we say to place to place, it's one point in time he has a car that ends up being it's full of crates, and they do this whole thing about unloading it, and and man, these guys act like it's obviously criminals because like they they move one crate and they're like, oh yeah, that was like, we're so not, much work. We're not moving any more crates, and dude. I was like, dude, <laughs> you moved a crate, yeah. out of from a car to 50 feet away there were
3: three boxes in his trunk that's <laughs> right.
1: literally it but they didn't unload a moving but the, van <laughs> and I, this is the one uh, there's plenty of things about this movie but this is the one I really don't understand this because it's like he rolled up with these crates that end up being full of guns mm-hmm. to I don't know if they're members of his crew or what it doesn't seem like they all are because a lot of them are being fairly disrespectful to him.
3: they're all part of the numbers mechanism sure. like the barber we were introduced to earlier takes yeah. takes collections and stuff yeah, like that yeah the unit
1: barber.
2: yeah yeah <laughs> That guy had the, the fiercest unibrow. Yeah.
0: yeah. He also had a pretty damn good mustache. Mustache was... Yeah, uh, he did. Game was on point. But, um, yeah, he's just like, here are guns.
1: Yeah. Do with them what you will. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'll warn you is you're probably going to get raided soon. Bye. Or he says, you might get raided tomorrow. Or you well, might Or not. you well, might not.
2: It's funny because,
3: like, they bring the guns in and then, like, just meander around wherever they are for the longest time, babbling about nothing. And then, like, Pasha's going to leave and they're like hey, man, what's in these boxes? And he's like,
1: oh, yeah, I almost forgot.
3: Guns.
1: <laughs> Take what all you love." the guns. And I, I don't understand. That never comes back. Yeah, not really, because I, th- I think there's like one point, well, it comes back like at the very, 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 okay, very, very yes. end. Yes. But, but he would have just given them guns
3: two right. seconds before they went to go do that. Sure. These guys have had guns half the movie. And yeah, it's, it's- you're, you're, you're thinking like, oh, man, it's going to be just fucking St. Valentine's Day massacre all over the place. Like everyone's going to get gunned down. And it's like, no, the, they just took some guns and took them home that's what
1: i mean you 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 think it's like okay these guys are like he doesn't trust them or he's like fuck these guys or whatever and he's just gonna like have them cause violence to cause a distraction but it never really happens yeah it's just like there's this whole extended scene where he gives them guns and then he's like well i'm off to the next place which i think he goes to the opium den the opium den slash whorehouse
3: yeah well he he had been there he'd been there before it's the opium the the scene before that he went to see his wife he's married. Uh, he goes to where his, I guess, his mother has. It's his mother in
1: an apartment. Is it though? I mean, I don't know. Could she, she could just be like,
2: or she,
3: or she's his or
1: wife, mother. His, I don't know. But. No, not wife. Because well, I don't know. I don't think I don't know if she's related. She could be related. Somebody calls her mama or something. That could just yeah, be yeah. like friendly.
3: But like, so they go there and then. So you're not, you're not clear of their relationship, right. and then he asks where someone is, and the old lady says she's in the tub or whatever, and he's like, all right.
0: I heard the water running. Yeah. I think she's in the bath.
3: And so he goes in there, and he has put a bathrobe on while this lady is pretty much almost nude, and we're still not clear on what their relationship is. And then she's like, well, husband, it's nice to see you. You left noon yesterday, and now it's midnight tonight. What the hell is this? And he's like yeah, well, sex the sex now. And she's like, no. And then she's like, okay. And they have some, some tender 1956 love.
2: Yeah, some classy fucking. Yes,
3: mm-hmm. which just is a lot of booping on the nose. And yeah,
2: <laughs> you that know old what I nose boop. Yeah.
0: There's not a lot of movement. No,
3: yeah. just a lot of I'm on top of you and I'm And this is the only scene you. this woman is in.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. She exists for him to show up, watch her take a bath, mm-hmm. and then have sex with her. Yes.
3: Yep. Uh, and then he goes to the whorehouse opium yeah, den. Sure. Um, like, right after, because I'm like, dude, what he, kind of stamina do you have? Yeah. <laughs> well, he <laughs> but cle- he just likes hanging he, yeah, out he here. Yeah, I was going to say, he
1: clearly
0: doesn't go there for no. the, you know, the prostitutes. Nope. It's just, or the yeah, opium. Or the opium, yeah. So just, yeah. He just kind of is he's, like, it's a... Well, probably for some opium tea. Hmm. But maybe, I don't
3: know. He's he's taking counsel with the lady who runs the place. Like Mama she,
0: Ludgate. Yeah. <laughs>
3: sure (laughs) the weirdest part of this scene is that he's having a conversation with her mama lottie okay where someone runs up on him from behind and he just immediately turns around and punches this person and it was just one of the whores it was just this old white whore (laughs) and he's like you ran up on me you shouldn't have done that and then he's like (laughs) he gives her to the bodyguard who takes her upstairs and is just like Hey boss, how much time we got? And you're like, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> but then later, they're fine. They're they've been consensually fucking. So mm-hmm. he's got a thing for that old white whore. The bodyguard Which guard is guys.
1: fine. Yeah. And then at one point, he goes to the church. He does. Cuz yeah. like cuz he's running out of like places cuz like the, the, he keeps saying like we're running out of places to keep moving
0: our operation. They've been raided a couple times like yeah. their main place got raided but they moved the stuff before. Yeah. The pool hall got raided but mm-hmm. they got out like 5 minutes beforehand. Which, which and- his
1: bodyguard got beat up and arrested by the cops. I mean, like the cops literally are just like, "Hey, where's where's the owner?" He's just like the proprietor. It was like he's basically like saying the most proper thing you could right. say: "The proprietor is not here." Yeah, I, I don't one. know of any gambling that <laughs> yeah. would happen well, here. And well, as soon as he says like, "I don't know of any," because they didn't say anything like, "We're here about the gambling." He he just goes, "I don't know anything about gambling here." And then there's like punch. Yeah, you
3: know. Yeah. And- well, so they attempt to beat up the right. bodyguard. The bodyguard whips all their asses mm-hmm. for a, a while for a while until they finally gang up on him and get him down but like he murders a man with a cue ball mm-hmm. like punches him with a cue ball and just so okay another thing about this movie is that it has gallons of fake blood like whoever the effects guy was was yeah. just like i'm gonna show you some shit is this is red crayola tempera, tempera paint. Yeah, yeah like when there is violence there is violence like yes. this movie doesn't shy away from like okay this person got their neck slit this person got shot a bunch this person got
1: murdered with a cue ball there is fake ass 70s blood all over this thing mm-hmm. um but he gets right out because like he Pasha's also got an attorney on his <laughs> payroll or whatever yeah that didn't go anywhere either. not really <laughs> he just kind of comes out and it's like yep okay you're out and then it's like all right well that was fun, I guess, <laughs> meeting the attorney and seeing him yeah. immediately get the guy yeah. out.
2: And isn't that that point also like where they get in a car chase where they're chasing him? Be they're sure. chasing yeah. Masha, And he eventually gets away by pulling th- into a U-Haul van. Yes. I
1: think that was after he dropped off the guns because I think he was like, hey, you go in my car and yeah. I'm going to take like do dirty because yeah, there were cops like
3: sitting down the street not raiding the place for mm-hmm. some dumb reason. They gave some explanations like no, no police sergeant has ever raided a place or anything like that. Um, so yeah, they did it to draw him away or something, but it just immediately becomes this sped up car chase, Yeah. which ends, well, I mean, that's
2: a different time. Cause they're, those guys are sitting outside at night <sighs> and the car chase happens during the day. Yeah. yeah so I, right. I think yeah. it was just like they, one of the places that's getting busted sure. because at some point when he talks to his police informant, mm-hmm. the dude's like, listen, the mayor's like all about this thing. <laughs> the mayor's and, on and, my ass. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he's, he basically says like, I, they're taking me out of the loop. They're yep. going to put people higher up than me,
1: yep. so I, I'm not going to be able to tip you off. Well, he even says it was like, just give him a couple guys. It doesn't have to be you. Just
3: yeah. yeah. Also reminds him it's 1956. Like people say that throughout this movie. Like, don't you understand? It's 1956. Like, oh, <laughs> like that, what the That fuck was, does that was that the even year mean? everything changed. I,
2: is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not.
3: Well, this movie sure acts like 1956 was this bullet point on some sort of timeline where it was just like, and this is where. <laughs> All of the shit went wrong. <laughs> this yeah. this is the moment in in the Scorsese movie that becomes a Rolling Stones montage. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> 1956,
1: blam. Now here's sympathy for the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. Mm. Yeah, I mean it is. People don't normally say what year it is as often as they do in this movie. Yes. Unless it's like January second, and you're like, what date did I write on the thing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah,
3: that I just kept laughing at that
1: because it was just so like, just people would say it to other
3: people who really don't need a reminder of what year
1: it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, he goes to the he goes to this church at one point in time and there's a preacher fucking some random lady who's not his wife. She works mm-hmm. there. She works at the church. OK, but yeah, that's the whole extended thing. He's like, yeah, moving to the church now. And then that's just kind of over. And they never really show them working out of the church or anything. It's just no, because well, that's
2: at the point where they tell him that. uh that, what's that, his name? Yeah, Jimmy the, Blue Jeans yeah.
1: got killed. Uh, Nathan Jones. Nathan <laughs> Jones. Yeah, yeah. they find the ice-picked Nathan Jones. And then he goes back to... Basically, he's like, all right, enough of this shit. And he basically goes back to Tony, or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming Tony, um, yeah. the, the Italian dude, and basically like... Just <laughs> I'm goes assuming to his, Tony. <laughs> I mean... Am I am I wrong? You're, I you're think, actually I, not. I, yeah, no. I, don't, I don't think you <laughs> are. <laughs> you are not. I just like the <laughs>
3: assumption.
2: Yeah. I'm assuming. His <laughs> uh, his name is actually Big, as in
1: Big Tony. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tony. Sorry, <laughs> Mr. Tony was my father. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he basically just goes to the dude's house and he's like, I I just want to talk to him. Like I'm I'm through with this shit. Just let me in his yeah. office. And then they have this whole weird extended scene where he's like you want a drink? All right, let's talk. And then I'm going to be mean, but then we're going to be back to nice. And then eventually he's just like, you know what? I've always, the Italian dude's basically like, I've always fucking hated you. Mm-hmm. He's like, y- in- when we were little, like, you know, you were the one that wasn't afraid. I was the one that was always cowering. He's like, I, I got, you want to, you know, like games? i about we play for stakes here. Like I could, you know, I could shoot you. You're in my house in my soundproofed office. I could shoot you right now with the gun that I, you know, you left behind at our original meeting. It's mm-hmm. like, but you like you like gambling you like roulette right well the russians play a different kind of roulette you want to play <laughs> like like I like that they're, like, you know, like they're introducing this to the people for the first time. Well, you know, like maybe. 74, I mean. But no, in 1956, maybe. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, right. Yeah. <laughs> play that commie roulette. Uh, but, yeah. And basically, he's just like, yeah, let's play some Russian roulette. And they're playing, like, the, the hardcore rules, not the spin the barrel every time, which oh, increases no. your chances. It's the spin the barrel one time, and we we'll each take a turn click until somebody's dead. Yeah. Um, and it goes, I think it goes, like.
3: It goes three shots. So three shots because yeah. like it
1: gets back to him like second one you know where it's like he's down to like nearly a fifty percent chance of getting shot, um, and then he just tries to. And shoot then, then he's like, "It's click," and then he's just like, "Click, click," and he like empties the other two. And it's just, he's just like, "Ha, you really think I, I cheated? I filed the pen down or whatever." He's yeah. like, "He's like, you, want, you think I want to murder you in my own office?" And he's just like, "Oh, well, that's clever, you motherfucker. Now I'm just going to choke you." And <laughs> he murders this dude in his own house in his own office, and then somehow walks out.
0: We're, we don't see how it's he just, smears. That dude's blood all over him, and then leaves. Yeah. And I, he said he killed the bodyguard sure. when he arrived back at the opium hopium den. He would so, have to, mm-hmm. but yeah, because yeah, he goes back there, and then there he's got he's covered in blood, and everyone's like,
1: oh my god,
2: Pastor, what's up? And, and,
1: yeah, and then the only, he's basically like. Smoke this shit. It is not an option. You know, it's going to make you remember your past. And then she's like, he's like, I'm not smoking opium. and He's like, it's not opium. and He's like, well then I'm not smoking reefer. It's not a reefer. It's, it's like I grew it's in some my house. plant that used to grow by my house. And it's like, and he's like, pass, pass that shit over. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds legit. Give me that ketamine. <laughs> it's salvia, I
0: think. <laughs> hmm. Sure,
1: whatever. Well, it doesn't ever seem to affect him. But yeah, no, they hang out there for a while. They watch a belly dancer. And he rubs a twenty dollar yeah. bill all over her titties. Yeah. <laughs> and then <it's laughs> and like- he
2: also pays off uh Serene. Yeah, he's yeah. like, like he, work- he basically goes into Serene's rooms like, Hey, I'm gonna I'm I'm leaving town, mm-hmm. we're square. Yeah, uh, I know uh, how to get in touch I, with you if I need you.
1: And as we said, she's murdered the two guys who murdered uh, Nathan. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. this is that was like her last job. I was like, all right, heat's too much. You got to get out of here. Yeah, like here's your your money. And
3: yeah. the Italians have shown up. They have parked outside this place and they're waiting, waiting for her. For they, Cer- they
1: know Serene's there. They don't know that Pasha's there. Right. They're like, we know Serene's inside. We they're saw her only going, there for her. Yeah, that's it. And then they're like, we're just gonna wait it out. Yep. We're gonna wait for her. she's flashy. She's tall. We're gonna know when she comes out. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is the time when the movie's like. That's not a lady. That's a man, man. Yeah, you know, and she, you know, he, he, but, he she I mean, does the whole, th- un, un, you know, in in turns yeah, take back to turn, makeup, takes off the makeup, goes but dressed like a man, and then just walks out dressed like Malcolm X, basically. Yeah, and they're like, well, that's
3: obviously not serene. And then it's
1: like just to fuck with him. He he goes up to them like, oh, can I get a light? You know, because they're all yeah. you know they're all just like spoken, chain smoking in mm-hmm. the car, mm-hmm. and then it's a really weird exit because like he gets to, like just off screen. And then Serena also had like a re- weird, maniacal laugh. Yeah. Whenever she murdered someone, yeah. she yes. gave this laugh. And then, so it's like, it's just off screen and, and, and he does it again. And it's like, and then like, the, it was like a freeze frame on them. Like what? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. it's like, not even that. Not. Yeah. It's
3: just, yeah. it's just, the, just one guy frame s- on those guys. One guy kind of starts to turn a little bit and they freeze it. And it's just like, is this movie over? No. Uh,
1: yeah. We still have to resolve things. <laughs> right. But that's like, that's, that's that exit that, yeah. yeah. Cause like if there was a B storyline, it's pretty much her. Yes. So it's like, that's done. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, all right. And then, and then Pasha's is just like sitting there, chilling, giving money to the belly dancer inside. They don't know he's in there. And and I think someone's just like, Hey, how are we going to resolve this? He's like, don't worry. I know who the snitch is. Mm-hmm. And it's like cut to phone booth. You know, you don't, it's, you know, it's not clear who it is until he starts talking, but it's like, it's somebody talking to... But
0: it's immediately clear. It's, it's like, immediately clear Hello? as soon as he talks. Is that you, sweet man? Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm saying, like, as soon as he talks, it's like, mm-hmm. A,
1: you recognize the voice, but they're they're, they're trying to hide it for, a ha- for a half a second. Right. And it's like, oh, no, it's sweet man is the informant. And and then, yeah, like... Car that, rolls up. Car rolls up and the people roll out with the guns that they got earlier yes. and just light this up.
3: Yes, and this, like, is an extended death montage slash six Sense style tribute flash, to sweet man just flash back to all the dialogue scenes that Sweetman had throughout the movie like oh he it, obviously this all along it was all right there Except how could we be so none stupid none of it really none yeah. of it is actually revealing anything whatsoever in it's- fact the only line because i
1: was paying attention like the only line there was like oh well maybe he's not in it is like he's telling uh whatever the fuck his name is why do we can't, you can't remember that guy's name the guy who gets murdered with the ice pick trevor jenkins Literally just went out of my head. and I've, I've corrected as Jones, Nathan, Nathan Jones,
2: <laughs> Nathan Jones. <laughs> he
1: tells Nathan Jones, little brother. Billy. Like, yeah, Billy, <laughs> hey, Billy. Yeah. Like you may not want to be on the streets doing numbers stuff. Go back home to your mom. Yeah. That is the only line that is like, OK, would a numbers guy say that? That's, yeah. But would a numbers guy working for the Italian mob say that? Right. I mean, my point is, is like, that's the only line where it's like, oh, well, maybe he's right. not really into this whole numbers game. It's like. Or maybe he's just telling a 10-year-old to go the fuck home. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> right. You know? It's probably that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like, that's the only line in it where it's like, oh, well, maybe. Yeah. But no. And it's just like, and then it's that is literally the end of the movie because it's like... It, 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 it freezes in, well, on dead
2: sweet man. Well, and they f- they flash it's, text- it's like like, Serene over it. Who, Serene, who never interacted with him once. Right. And it's part of the, the flashback. So it's almost like, are they supposed to be the same person? But it, it yeah. seems like the storytelling is so incoherent. Like, no like it almost feels like they just want to recap the entire movie at that point yeah
3: yeah if that was the implication that that's a bad no there's no way
2: yeah i mean i I mean it doesn't it doesn't even make sense but it's just like why would you even throw her into this montage
3: i mean the only thing i'll say about that is like sweet man for the entire movie is wearing like a a hat and sunglasses for for the most part there's one scene where he takes them off Mm -hmm. and i was like is that dude wearing like white makeup? Is he going to be revealed to be whitey at the end? Because mm-hmm. it seemed like he was trying to hide his face with anything possible, mm-hmm. and that seemed like the kind of reveal this thing was going to do. Where it was like, yeah. haha, I'm really yoink. I'm a white mobster. You know, it's yeah. That's what I figured where this was going. I, I don't even think it does that. Mm-hmm. If it's
1: trying to make the implication that he is also serene, then, no, I don't buy it. Okay, I didn't get that at no. all. Not even the slightest. But okay, no, I mean, I was last thing is like not only does it end but it's like blood font comes up and it says the dead end yeah it's like the end of the blob or something or it's just like ooh, spooky font and then literally into credits but i mean like i, mean, I didn't want to say like we're done talking about it. just like that's weird like i don't think i've ever seen the dead end i mean you know like i mean I you know. know
3: it is a cautionary tale don't yeah, sure sure don't get involved sure. with the numbers Right in Dayton, <laughs> it's not Dayton, Chuck. It's somewhere. That in Ohio. old saying: "Things to do in Dayton yeah. when you're dead." <laughs> Nothing.
1: Apparently, you've never been to Dayton. No,
0: like Dayton is my fault. I just picked Dayton out of a hat. Have you it been was... to
1: Macon, Georgia? Yes, roughly the same size. Cool. So not a huge crime presence there. <laughs> well, no, not even. I'm sorry, not even Macon. I'm, I'm sorry, like smaller than Macon. Way smaller than Macon. Valdosta. Yeah. Okay. Like Valdosta's big. Cool. Like barely has an airport All right, great. Tallahassee maybe Oh like Wilaka. Sure Ah Palatka Palatka I bet it's a lot like Palatka Dayton is tiny as fuck
4: Okay mm. I'm so,
1: telling you this is like This is Cincinnati or Cleveland Maybe Columbus But probably not in the 50s okay. I'm saying like Columbus right. is a sizable city But Toledo maybe Either way
0: <laughs> It's somewhere so around many Chicago Let's just keep choices. naming cities in Ohio <laughs> Okay It's Fort Madison, Iowa Yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. It could be St. Louis. That would be in Missouri. Yeah. Well, that's right. Ohio. That's <laughs> right. I f- forgot about the Ohio plates. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just trying to think of places like near sh- Chicago-ish that could have been big enough cities. Indianapolis. Could be Indianapolis. <laughs> could be Gary, Indiana. Could be. I don't know.
1: This is a fantastic. I, we're just, we are now testing our geography. <laughs> right. What's near Chicago? Could So I have see. some numbers. News. Detroit
0: on the other side of the... 100. Could be. Have some numbers news for you. Okay, great. We What's figured going on out, in the world of numbers? That's it, it. What we sort of figured out in the other information was correct. Okay. That that is kind of how the numbers were played. Like the take from the previous days. Um, when you say take, like, what do you mean? Like, well, the take. I was getting there. Okay. The sorry, pregnant pause. Um, the take from the previous days, like Perry mutuel betting, like the horse betting. Okay. That whole take. Would be somehow interpreted as the numbers, like, um, like the win, place, and show payout, or mm-hmm. the total take from the, um, the total that the that the racetrack took in that day, because okay. those numbers would be published. So that would be like an agreed upon thing with the numbers, is you knew where you could look for them, and okay. you could actually fix the numbers because you could look at what numbers you had coming in, and then. Try to go to the track and bet go to the much? track and, and manipulate, you know, manipulate the numbers somehow Okay, um, to make sure that they wouldn't be that they wouldn't that the numbers that had been bet hadn't been called um, the cautionary tale is don't gamble like uh, the house always wins. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Um, but this the movie tells us that it was based on a true story. Mm-hmm. And that is actually somewhat true because in Chicago in the 40s, there was a, a black gentleman by the name of Eddie Jones. And they ran a numbers game. He went to jail, got acquainted with a mob boss, or not a mob boss, but a mob hitman, an Italian mafia hitman, taught the mafia guy about the numbers game. And then basically the mafia guy, trying to become a made man, told his bosses about it, and then they uh, they started to push the the black numbers game guys out of Chicago. And Eddie Jones, the black guy, was going to be murdered by the mob and just ran off and uh, also Bumpy Johnson, who was in another one of oh, our Bumpy. Yeah. yeah. Bumpy. Yeah. Um, the guy who our Bumpy was named after our Bumpy. Um, <laughs> oh.
1: Isn't that the guy from Shaft? It was yeah. Bumpy. Yeah. yeah. Bumpy yeah. was, in, was yeah. from Shaft
0: yes. and uh, Bumpy was involved in the numbers game as well. Mm. So there's some, there's some connection around, around the numbers game. And apparently that was like, I don't remember it, but that was part of, I think Shaft's big score. Well, Bumpy showed up in both shafts, but yeah. I mean, yeah. So mm. I, I think, I think that was, I think the wasn't, numbers game was part of the plot of Shaft's big the score. score,
3: uh, taking
0: the, the numbers money. Something like that. Yeah. Mm. So right. we have numbers history. Numbers is officially a BanffCast <laughs> alum.
4: Yeah.
2: Welcome, Numbers.
4: <laughs>
0: T so, I L numbers.
2: Yeah. So this just, is time for our numbers game? Yeah. know I, oh, I how many jocks we're gonna give this? Pretty Before
3: sick. that, I think we have to have a mini debate here about whether this wins a certain award.
0: Oh, La Grove de Star? Uh huh. Mm, <laughs> it's man. It's real. Yes. My vote <laughs> yeah, is yes.
2: I I think I'm I think I'm a yes for as well.
0: for both the, the title track or the yeah. Closing there's another track song and... that
1: we're not even going to try to mention Mm-mm. that is uh probably. More stargrove or Man. Okay, man. It's, it's also it's, catchy as shit. I was going to say, it's more catchy.
0: It certainly is catchy, and that sucks. <laughs> I will take the <laughs> the least difficult path down this, and the, the song is called N-Word Rich, they, and they say it a lot, so... Which becomes an alternate title for this film when it was re-released at one point. Was it really? It was... It was the third title.
3: Yeah. Get N-Word Rich on number
1: 666.
0: That's an interesting title. Yeah wouldn't mm. play
1: now <laughs> no for sure absolutely <laughs> no, but, not but mm. i mean i'm 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 going to give it a blanket yes not okay. for any one particular sure. song Overall, i'm saying yeah. i'm saying that that song is super catchy the one that is more directly describing the plot less catchy
0: but and it's also like played over the credits right yes
1: yeah. i mean we haven't we we've allowed other star grows as long as it's like recapping the plot the, to be yeah. a credit song I, I think i think we
0: can get away with it yeah, I, we I can we fine. can let it have it's it. our show. Who's it's also stop like us? the music is really fucking catchy. In yes, this, it and is. it's nowhere. Yeah, like uh, it's all on YouTube. Is it all on YouTube? OK, good. I already looked. <laughs> we'll s- post the link somewhere so I can listen to it tomorrow at work. Mm-hmm. We'll do
2: blast it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely blast it. <laughs> I will.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm uh, cool. I'll get away with it. OK. <laughs>
3: anyway,
0: numbers. Uh-huh. Jock's numbers. Right.
3: Mm. Um, I'll go. I'm going to give it two jocks. I think the movie is entertaining, but I think the movie is also pointless. And I think the movie ends really badly. Um, It is, it is a good slice of life kind of thing of just like, here's some insight into things you probably don't understand. And I don't understand much of it now but i feel like i could maybe bluff my way through it if i was mm. if there was a gun at my head and someone said run a numbers game <laughs> i could maybe get away with it there's some interesting stuff here there's some really bad filmmaking type stuff go- very low budget filmmaking stuff going on there's right.
0: one there's some cut crimes
3: there's one transition where the can't the the film goes puke green and while someone's talking i feel like
1: that that was actually i think that had to be a film burn like i feel like it had to be film got stuck and they just didn't have a frames to fill that
3: yeah it's it's real weird because he he fades out to puke green and then it goes black and then it comes back fades in from white into the next scene and it's just like wow that's weird um i don't know the the jankiness of the film is kind of charming could
1: have been a choice though because that was right after he murdered tony right yeah like that whole because i mean that that scene went weird too because it was like doing weird like you know wrestling style zooms as he's like choking the guy and stuff yeah
0: it looked like it almost looked like both like film burn and there was a stylistic choice there or something happened to that particular part of the negative or the or the yeah they lost a few
3: feet of film and they were just like i don't know do something wacky (laughs) yeah i i just think so i think that it's it's an interesting look at something um it's not a well-told story, but there's enough there's en- enough moments in this where you're just like, "What the fuck is happening?" And that to me is the thing I've been looking for lately. And just like weird, out of character, out of norm type stuff in a movie where it's just like, "This is something different than your standard fare," and this is definitely a, something a little different. Um, again, two weeks in a row with a really kind of progressive for the time character having a transvestite character that is not the
0: they don't they don't play it off as like oh man serene is gross everybody stay away from serene there's there's
3: absolutely no anything towards that character yeah except
1: like from the way it's played out in the movie though like i i get the feeling it's like nobody knew yeah i mean Mm -hmm. that's that's the only thing it's like that's the way they play it out in the movie but it's like
3: what i'm saying is that most movies from this era would have taken the easy way out and just been like a transvestite beat him up, you know, and it just would have been gross, and this movie treated that person as one of everyone else, and that person, you know, kind of had the coolest getaway. Like, that person's journey through the movie is kind of more interesting than Pasha's, because we don't really understand what happens to him at the end, because he's Mm -hmm. just... He gets away to Mexico. I guess. I mean,
1: no disrespect to Gator himself, but I mean, yeah, like, Pasha's a weird person to follow through this i mean i get that like he's the main character because he's the the boss behind this all mm-hmm. but it's like there are so many other side people it's like y- along the way you're like i kind of want to watch a movie about them like sweet man it's yeah like, i want to watch yeah, Sweetman like, going about his business yeah, sweet man just like randomly interacting with people would be a fascinating little slice of life movie like
3: because know. it was all of his interactions seemed like they just accosted strangers
1: on the street. Well, like he knew people, he like knew their numbers. Yeah. He was like and he was like giving them shit like, "Oh, really you're going to play that number again? Mm-hmm. Like how, how's that worked out for you so <laughs> yeah, far?" You right. know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. But, you're going to play that number and where's my money? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're going to get your money. All right. Well, yeah. you better have it for me. Yeah.
1: And as kind of boring as he as he seemed from the little bit we got, but like Nathan Jones seemed like he might be an interesting guy to follow. Mm-hmm. Like I it just
0: because he's got like attitude and spunk at least at the beginning of the film.
1: Yeah. Know? I mean and it's like you you know you feel like you might go on some journey with him where it's like
0: or the adventures of him and Jimmy Rush, you know, him learning the <laughs> learning the game sure. from Jimmy Rush.
1: Mm. But I mean like following Pasha around it's like there's no there's no Joseph Campbell arc. It's just like he's just doing his thing and he's just trying to get away with it. And it's like He's not getting, you know, his his business isn't growing. He's not really diminishing. He's just running, you know, hiding, avoiding. Mm-hmm. But he's not changing in any way. I no. mean, expression-wise, either, throughout this whole movie. It's like, nothing really gets in, him going until he's like, I'm going to murder you now, Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, that's the only time where it's like, he switches on it's like, oh, I've got a, I've got a different side instead of the, eh, I'm
0: the guy, you know, you're mm-hmm. not going to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. But, he does have an excellent voice, yes. but it's used much in the same way that, um, much in the same way, Rudy Ray Moore's voice is used. Like Rudy Ray Moore has a cool ass voice, but he does the same thing over and over again. Um, it's like a <laughs> discount Morgan Freeman on quaaludes.
1: Say that was like
0: Mister Eartha Kitt there for a second. I was like, who's that? Mm. But it's like it's it's a it's very like interesting.
1: <laughs> starting her car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 but like nothing changes about his, you know, about his. T- tone and inflection yeah. it just but it sounds good yeah. like his voice sounds nice he just doesn't do anything he's got
3: a deep sinister voice he doesn't use it like you right, should be right
0: he should be there was one time when he threatened some people i can't even remember what the context was um and it sounded cool as shit and i was like yeah that's that's we need more of that but, yeah. it but kind of
1: I, I guess I'll, I'll parlay all that into my rating i i, I will also Parley. give it two jocks and i will say here's the thing like okay i'm getting into two jocks and, and i i have to thank the fact that we watched monkey hustle as early as we did in the in the exploitation exploration because Ooh. i've I, I feel like I, I just say like that was our first i think true introduction of just like slice of life like plot i don't know there's some yeah but it's really just people doing their thing you know and i i feel like all all of the subsequent movies like that i've been kind of secretly judging against that Mm. and that while that's got star power and quality of filmmaking level far above this one Mm. um, it's like there's when that one was over it was like eh, (laughs) you know that was just that one was just like a slice of life thing where it's like uh, I you know because it's new we were kind of like this is interesting but looking back it's like that movie was completely nonsensical like nothing nothing happened like i don't um, you know s- the sequence of events was even weirder in that one but at least this one's like this one feels more real like you know it's like because of the i think it's because of the ineptitude in filmmaking and whatnot it's just like this feels more like almost like a documentary you know feel just like okay this is like everyone's acting kind of weird and not like you know, you can buy them as people because you don't recognize anybody and they're mm-hmm. just all kind of being just bad actor enough that it's like, yeah, I could see that crazy lady that would be like that or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's kind of a mess, but it's like a, a semi-enjoyable mess at the same time.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I can only go one jocks. I just, I don't know any other way to put it. I wasn't feeling this movie that much at all. And I just, I... I wish the story had gone somewhere, but it never does. It it's it feels like as close as we're going to get to a Godfrey Ho black exploitation movie, because it's just that editing of like, all right, we got a couple separate stories, and we're going to act like they kind of intersect, maybe, and at least this one like characters share the same the screen at the same time, unlike Godfrey Ho movies where it's just like, no, nah, there's two movies going on and <laughs> they're just parallel. <laughs> but it kind of feels like that with the serene stuff, and then with his stuff, mm-hmm. and. And just like the whole, like cutting back to the boardroom of of city people trying to explain the numbers game to each other. You know, like it just, it, it feels like a bunch of pieces that are put together. Not quite right. Yeah. And it never kind of ends up going anywhere. And it's kind of like any, it, like he never feels like he's really in peril. The only time he's in peril is when his, the guy, his doorman who's opening the door for him gets shot and he shoots the other guy in the ankle. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, it's we like they
1: didn't even mention that they actually did try to put a hit on him at one point in time. Yeah. That, yeah. And they failed miserably. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. So it's just, it It just kind of never goes anywhere, but it's still, I like him. Like, I like Pasha at least, or whatever the other six names they have for him are. Yeah. Pasha,
1: by the way, is like a title. It's yeah. not even like remotely his name. Mm-hmm. We keep saying that because it's the only thing that's listening to the credit. And I don't remember. Yeah. And they, it was, and
2: they say his name. The The people in the boardroom say his name. At one point. yeah, Hakeem Jabbar. Yeah.
3: Because yeah. his office says Jabbar over it.
2: Yeah. But either way, it's just, it's kind of like, all right, it's kind of fun following this guy around that city. But man, I really, I I was not feeling any, it being set in the 50s either. I was like, just give me the 70s. I want people to wear some fucking awesome outfits. Not this boring shit.
3: Well, aside from people constantly saying it's 1956 there was no reason for it to be 1956 yeah. there was no reason this story couldn't have been told in 1974 oh, yep. Except,
1: i mean i think they were trying to probably go for some accuracy as he was saying based on the time of- well that's
3: nonsense because they said they changed everything else <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm right. saying but like you know
1: like i, I feel like i mean I, I get it but yeah
0: i think they were they were trying for something with I that guess. but i'm gonna give this one two jocks um it is sort of boring from a from a movie perspective. Um, it's really just a kind of slice of life, but I, I, I like that sort of thing. I liked following a bunch of these characters around, and even though a lot of time I was like, "Okay, if I can get on with it," I would like to you know follow the next character around. I still enjoyed some of the just some of the little bits of life, like the um, sweet man going around and, and getting numbers from people. Which made no difference in the movie at all, like there if Sweetman wasn't in the movie, it wouldn't have mattered like the only thing that would have even slightly mattered is they would have had to pick a different person to be the mole on the inside right um but I just kind of liked playing around in the world with these weird characters, like there's a there's very solid universe that they've created. Like they established the little corner store and the barber shop and the opium den and a little bit of the pool hall and the church. There are all these little spots where stuff happens Mm -hmm. and you get to see a little stuff happening in each one of those. And it's really enjoyable. Um, and I liked sweet man. I thought even though he was basically useless except for to die, um, he was cool. He was a cool dude and watching him do cool dude stuff in his cool dude suit with his cool dude hat was cool. (laughs) So that checks out. Yeah. (laughs) So I, you
1: know, I think the only super jarring thing that I probably would, if I were to cut anything from the movie, it'd be the him randomly going home to a wife. Like that whole thing is just like that from a, from a flow perspective, it's really weird and it doesn't make any sense. Like, Like, like she's never mentioned before. She's never mentioned again.
0: And it's like the mob doesn't go after her. Or I mean, anything, other than the fact just, that like
1: his house is cool as fuck for like you know a fifties. Like he's got that weird sunken tub mm-hmm. thing, in you know, like yeah. I, I don't know what it was. Like a period in time when everyone was like, "Yeah, we'll have your sink be here," and then you go up two steps and then down six <laughs> steps, and you're here. You know, like I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I don't understand multi-level like bathroom. <laughs> yeah, multi level everything His Living room was that way yeah, too. Like straight. he had a sunken living room and stuff, mm-hmm. and it was like
0: do crazy couch. Yeah. Oh, like man. Giant couch. That God. couch looked like they shot Sweetman's <laughs> jacket to make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how cool that couch yeah. was. There were many Sweetmen before. <laughs> right. They all many gave their many lives.
1: Sweet men gave their lives to bring us this couch. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean. You had a, a, you had a whole wall of drapes. I assume that was one big <laughs> giant bay window behind yeah. it. Or, no, it or, or they wanted us to think it dress. was a bay window.
0: But. No, it was just drapes. They had yeah. weird shit in the 50s slash 70s in the 50s, 70s. Um, yeah, all the cars in this are really fucking cool too. Mm-hmm. Like they've got a bunch of Packards and a bunch of Chevys and Cadillacs and there was a DeSoto. There was a DeSoto. Like all sorts of fairly period, period correct cars. and yeah. Those are fun to look at. I don't know. It just didn't go anywhere. It was a bit of a mess edit, editing wise and, and story wise. Otherwise, it was neat wish we would have seen Bumpy again. Bumpy! <laughs> cool. Well, should we take a break? Yes. Let's That's... Bumpy into the break.
1: Right, welcome back. Hey! Hey!
0: Banf-Cast, second half. All right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Number two. This is the half where we talk about things that aren't the first
1: half thing. Mm-hmm. Correct. Who's seen movies? I, my movies are old, so... Okay. Have I you mean, seen new movies, Harlow? I saw a newish movie. I guess I'll, I'll talk about both of mine, because they're... They don't look newish. They're tangential, or... I know, they're semi-connected. Okay. Um, first off, I... I've now seen all three versions of Deadpool 2. I oh, watched Once oh Upon a Deadpool. Oh, the Christmas version. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to talk briefly about what is the what is the version of Deadpool 2 one should see? Okay. Well, if you think you're going to be a single or maybe two viewer of Deadpool 2, I still maintain that the super duper cut, the unrated one that came out, mm-hmm. is probably the one to watch. I feel the story flows the best. That being said, if you're watching Deadpool 2 for the fourth, fifth, sixth time, you should watch once spun a Deadpool at least once. Okay. Um, Like if, if you were just like, yeah, Deadpool two is fine. I'm good. I'm, you know, I don't ever need to see it. That's, that's you. I'm saying like, if you're like, I could go again from a, a slightly different version.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: The problem with it is, is like, it goes out of its way to be PG 13 down to like, re- like very obviously redubbing lines. Sometimes, like, not just cutting stuff, but, like, I mean, there's whole swaths of the movie that are cut completely sure. out of it. Um, and there's lots of, like, edited, like, oh, yeah, there was, a, like, a gaping bullet wound or, or blood spray here that is now digitally removed. Okay. Um, there's things like that. Um, but I don't know. Like, it's I'm not going to say it's it's lazy in its ADR dubbing, it's but it's not awesome. And I feel bad because I know, like, the whole point of it was, like, for charity Really? I mean, right. I'm sure Fox was like, well, we'll take a little more money, but you know, <laughs> sure. I'm so like, so I don't think it's like completely altruistic, but it was like its main f- primary thing was like a lot of it was going towards
0: charity. Right. Do you think that was on purpose? What? The bad dubbing. It doesn't feel like it flows in with the like, cause they, cause they,
1: they do even more meta jokey bits. Like the Fred Savage things are the reason why you want to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Like if you could find just a super cut of that, you're not really missing much else. That you haven't seen in another version with all everything intact
3: okay
1: um the fred savage stuff is like really why you're there that it bookends it just like you know it it, they literally do princess bride i mean it's like periodically it will just be like wait a second you know and like stop the movie and like they they do a thing for two minutes and then it goes back to the movie that's that's really why you're there including like pointing out some really funny tropes like okay stuff that like you know like there's one point in deadpool two where he's just like they say something and he's like well that's just lazy writing and then he's like hold up so wait you're making a, a meta joke about it leading lazy writing and saying lazy writing well that's lazy writing <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know so you're just you're pointing out that it's bad writing by saying it's lazy writing is still makes it bad writing and he's just like shut up you know <laughs> okay yeah so like that's 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 the whole reason you're there is gotcha. for that stuff like it's not the version you should see only so yeah you
3: know i mean like aside from the fred savage stuff there's no actual new deadpool content in it right Mm, no i don't think so okay it's not like some generic ass subplot they put back in or Mm -hmm. anything like that no i
1: mean there there are there are things that were in the super duper cut believe it or not that weren't in the theatrical version that they also reused in this oh also they finally they finally put back i think the best version of the line like I seem to remember that the theatrical cut took it out because it was in the trailers and I was like, well, that's dumb because that mm-hmm. was a funny line. Mm-hmm. And I don't think even super duper cut think still went with the one that was in the theatrical one. It's the one where like he's making excuses when he walks in and she's like, you know, sorry, I'm late. You know, I was launching all the gluten into space where it can not not hurt anyone anymore. <laughs> oh, that was
3: in the super yeah. cut.
1: Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So it wasn't in the theatrical one, but okay. I, I, it did make it back into the once upon a Deadpool one. So I just think that's one of the better ones that he had. But yeah, cause she's like, no, no, yeah, you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, okay. like I said, if if you're just if you're in for another watch, I, at this point I would say skip the theatrical one unless you went and saw it. Like if you're gonna watch it twice, just watch the the super duper and the Once Upon a Deadpool versions. Okay, because like I said, the Fred Savage stuff is funny, and you're and you're getting pretty much everything else you want and more out of the super duper cut anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, I it it doesn't help the story breathing, you know, like all that that stuff is still kind of taken from the theatrical version because, like I said, it, it's it cuts out large swaths of the the first act really right. mostly. So, but
4: okay. Yeah. What's
1: your other movie?
0: So speaking of Deadpool's, um,
1: it's only, it's only related to that. It's comic book related. Oh, okay. Speaking uh, of comic book <laughs> characters. Uh, I, I don't know. I recently was like thinking about things to watch. Like I just was in a mood to rewatch something. And I was like, I need to watch something that's at least like 10 years old. Something I haven't watched in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking, well, what should I watch? I should probably watch Watchmen. <laughs> I haven't seen Watchmen in a very long time. I almost watched Watchmen this week, <laughs> and um, it, it was like it was partially like, okay, it's been a while. I'm wondering how this holds up in uh, a post Batman v Superman and Justice League world of, of Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody somebody actually said something about the Dawn of the Dead remake, and I was like, you know, I should probably revisit early Zack Snyder to see if like we were just crazy. Like, you know, was it the M. Night Shyamalan thing where we're just like, yeah, he made a good, a a pretty good thing. And then like, we just let him ride that coattails for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, well, I think he's got more good movies in him than than M. Night Shyamalan does. Uh, Come fight me or don't at me or whatever. Um, (laughs) Either one. Yeah. (laughs) Fight me. Fight me. Slash don't Don't, at me. Don't at me. Just come fight me. That's what I'm really trying to say. Makes Um, sense. Yeah. Uh, Check. Watchmen is still pretty good i i watched the ultimate cut which i i realize he, you know have, have as someone who read the graphic novel whatever read the comics before it was a movie uh-huh. um i understand the the pivotal nature of the tales from the black freighter how it basically parallels the movie and whatnot it's it's inserted into the movie in the ultimate cut in a very sometimes jarring way like it's they obviously weren't planning to make that part of the movie i don't think at any point because there are some natural points where it's like it fades in and out of that and it feels right but then there's other times where it's just like and and then a thing and then it's just like hard cut back to the cartoon and it's like those ones are really jarring in that ultimate cut so i would say I, i don't i wouldn't say don't watch tales from the black freighter but i still think the ultimate cut is not right you know, I know it's it's weird because I feel like I'm talking about multiple versions of the same movie tonight, but mm-hmm. um, I still well, think the theatr- double related, yeah, the theatrical version of, of Watchmen I think is still the preferred way to watch it. Okay, um, but I would also say if you're into it, watch the Tales from the Black Freighter short, separate, just not the cut together one because I don't, I just don't think it's done very well. Mm. But overall, I still think the movie's pretty good. It's. Um, it's still probably about as good an adaptation as that as you're ever going to get, really. Um, without giving it more chance to breathe, like I still think it could have been a very interesting like HBO series. It thing. Is. is that. Well, are they doing like the after Watchmen or whatever thing? No, I think they're doing. They're just straight up going to do Watchmen again. I so yeah, it's yeah. I mean, far away. It, I guess it's possible that it could still be good. I I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't.
3: Yeah, it comes out this year. Okay, ten episodes. <laughs>
1: From that guy who made Lost. <laughs> Which one, Lindelof? Yeah. Because I don't even remember what the other dude ever did. Carlton, Cruz, Coos, Cruz. Oh like yeah, yeah. He did like Briscoe County Jr. and stuff like that. Okay, I meant post Lost, oh. the Smoke dude. Monster. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, my favorite director. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. But no, I mean, uh, yeah, Watchmen's still pretty good. Like, there's still, it's still weird to me. it's it's, all right. It's one of those movies. And I, and I think I'm starting to like, just basically think it's anything that Alan Moore ever wrote. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of those movies. Like the only thing that I feel is kind of bad about Watchmen now is sort of like why you, it's hard to enjoy Punisher things because so many people have taken it out of context. And it's like, you, you clearly don't get the meaning of this or what it's actually trying to say. Yeah. And it's sort of, you know, same thing with V for Vendetta. It's like, that has been ruined by gaggles of assholes the world <laughs> over, despite the fact that, like, the original movie is pretty good. Yeah. It's just, I don't think people understand what Alan Moore is trying to say in his things. And they see it on a surface level and then mimic it. And, you know, Rorschach is the. And, and the funny thing is, like, going back now, like, I always knew Rorschach was not supposed to be a sympathetic character. You're, you know, he's supposed to be. Fairly terrible, but also, it, it, he's kind of like he's kind of like the like the killmonger character. It's like you're not completely wrong; you're just a huge asshole. Mm-hmm. Like you're not wholly wrong about everything you're saying because, like, some of it's true because you are living in a shit world, and you know someone does need to clean it up. But not if you listen to all the lines in between, it's like no fuck you, no fuck you, you, <laughs> right. know, you know, yeah, you know. And so it's it's like it, and and watching it now, it's like it's it's so much more clear that I'm like, how, how did anyone ever sympathize and think this is the guy? Like, this is the, this is the good one out of the watchman, you know, people were looking for edgy and yeah, I know it's just, it's, it's, it's weird. Like that's, that's the biggest takeaway is like time removed. It's like, yeah, he was never even close (laughs) to to being a guy you're supposed to root for, you know, ever. Yeah. Like, you know, there's some, you know, you could, you could argue some other characters that people have liked. I mean, the Punisher like is a slightly more arguable character. It's just like I feel like that's that's more of a case of just like I like the logo. I don't know fuck all about the character, but right. that skull is cool. Yeah, you know, like that's that's what yeah he's like. It, that's been so distant from the actual Punisher character that it's like it's not even war- bar- barely warrants a debate. Right. But Rorschach is like people seem to identify him, and it's like with him, and it's like how how <laughs> like did you how like. <laughs> Are you just declaring you're an asshole? Like, and, and if it is, I mean, I, I know, think that lately, yes, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, but yeah, it's it, it's 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 especially interesting to watch now. Like, I think it's it it's one of those movies that I mean, the comic was obviously way ahead of its time, but the movie now feels strangely ahead of its time, right? You know, so it, it seems like that's a good reason why they're probably remaking it. Hmm. And plus, I guess you know we need we need to be reminded of things every ten years or so. We do. <laughs> yeah there was already talking about a lost reboot speaking of lost so it's yeah, like, that's that's why, fucking stupid why are we let's not do that, that that's that's like five years removed yeah. not even that right like, um what does that it's been yeah. it not been a long jesus yeah it started like what 2008 like, yeah but it ran for like five seasons yeah
3: it ran till 2013 maybe?
1: I'm like barely five years yeah five six years maybe that's it. it, too soon don't yeah. do that don't do that yeah
3: um so anyway, speaking of comic book movies okay um so I I went and watched the next in the in line in the DC animated universe, which mm. is uh, Batman Gotham Night. Uh, that is a collection of five short Batman stories, and it's anime. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for that movie at all.
1: Yeah, I didn't think you would. I
3: Man, I just like when I saw the
1: art style, I was just like, oh, no, 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 no. Please. Like no. I said, I remember one being decent. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. I can't
1: point to which one it was because it's been forever.
3: The ideas of the stories were decent, but it was just like just the the art style is so off putting to me that I can't look at this. I I just I I can't like there. There have been so many things over the years that I never thought I would have gotten into. And most recently, I would say comic books. I'd never thought that I would be going hardcore into comics like I am now. But
0: well, easy there, Chuck. I don't know about hardcore, but yeah, but Chuck spent a bunch of stupid money on comics. Yeah, getting there.
3: Um, okay. But like just every time I try anything anime, I'm just like, you know what? No, this I can't do it. I can't, 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 can't. So anyway, that movie was a bust. Um, So then speaking of movies with multiple versions, uh, I went back and watched the theatrical cut of 1978's Superman. I didn't realize there was more than one cut of the original. There's one. the three hour television version mm. and also the 2001 special edition That Richard Donner put together that was two no this is a a special edition of the first one it's not it's not drastically redone or anything but there's some revisions to that as well okay so anyway I watched the theatrical cut first um this is a movie I probably have not seen some seen like sit down and watch like it's probably been on TV and stuff like that but I have not sat down and watched the original Superman since I was a kid um It is mostly still pretty good. Uh, I think everything up until the Metropolis stuff starts is great. I think all like the Krypton stuff and the Smallville stuff is really, really solid. It just starts to get silly when it gets to Metropolis and it starts to get rushed because they spend so much time setting up Krypton and, and all of the origin story stuff. They get to Metropolis and it's just like, I'm here at the Daily Planet. Give me a job. Lex Luthor's here. Uh Oh, he's got a plan. Uh Oh, he's figured everything out. Movie's over. And that movie does the weirdest thing explaining kryptonite to the audience, which is just Lex Luthor saying, hey, this is something from his planet. It'll kill him. And everyone goes, yeah, that checks out. And that's what
1: that's. But I mean, even in 1978, we we knew what kryptonite was. It was already slang for like, that's my weakness. I know, but it's
3: (laughs) it's just the movie treats it like you guys all know what kryptonite is, right? Well, I found some and it's going to kill him. And it's like, yeah, but why?
0: In-universe, nobody knows what kryptonite is yeah. until Lex Luthor brings it out, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, and he, he's just like, their planet exploded. Obviously, a chunk of rock will kill him, so let's go get it. And it's like, w- wait, why? <laughs> like, what, what? what's your logic there? Why, why are you so
0: convinced of that? It doesn't make sense. Um, why does it kill... Sp- I almost <laughs> said Spider-Man. Why does it kill Superman? Anyone who can explain this to me?
3: He says something about radiation and it's, I just, I don't understand why a piece of the planet where you, it makes everybody's
0: normal on like kryptonite, right? Is that true? On Krypton? Like the planet? Krypton, yeah. 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 He gets
1: his power
3: from the sun. I mean, it's
1: not. Yeah. Well, they had a red sun. We have a yellow sun. Right. Um, So that's part of it. But then like Krypton was like extremely close to the sun. So it had like extremely strong gravity, which is why our gravity and pressure is nothing to Superman. Why he's basically impervious.
0: So, Um, like, Superman's not impervious
1: if you take in a galactic universal standpoint. He can go places and get fucked up by other aliens who also lived in harsh conditions. He just comes here and it's like gravity means nothing, so bringing a small piece of home you could... I mean... It's 1930s bullshit. It's like, you know, right. it's, you know, you just have to like, we didn't understand how oh space no! Is they not. brought
0: the gravity to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: basically, it's like, here's a piece of like what you're used to. It doesn't kill him. It just it, it, t- it weakens. It, it brings him right. down to like our level.
3: Well, OK, see, that's what you would think. Like my thought process was, OK, well, this is obviously just going to suck his powers out because it's a piece of his home and that's going to whatever but it doesn't like <laughs> they, they, he like puts it on a chain and puts it around Superman's know, neck throws and throws him in the, him the pool yeah. and then Superman's basically going to die mm-hmm. if if lady doesn't come along and pull him out I mean yeah it's it's it's, it's just strange. Yeah, it, I know. Well, Superman
1: has changed so many times over the years, too. I'm just I'm giving you the basic I know. overarching. Like, I know. It's like, yeah, it's a piece of his home world. So
3: like I said, I saw this movie 100 times when I was a kid. It mm-hmm. never once fazed me that the movie is not explaining this because I was like, yeah, kryptonite kills Superman. Duh. But it's like in the movie, it's just like he goes from point A to point Z and you're just like, wait, hold on. What? And yeah. Um, also, when he does the whole reverse time fly around the planet thing, it doesn't make any sense like i mean i fine i'll buy it he spun the earth back and restarted time and but he goes back to a point where shit is obviously still happening once he starts the planet again is he just letting other people die to save lois because that seems really yeah against because he basically what the way the movie is structured that means he let an entire village like flood because the dam broke and that's what he was doing instead of saving lois and then when he reverses time he just goes and saves lois and doesn't do that and you're like oh he let all those people die
1: i I don't know if you've heard the memes chuck but (laughs) superman is an asshole (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know It, it it's it's a good movie border bordering on great uh the music john williams score is fucking phenomenal I, I still say the superman theme is is john williams is great and that's that's taking in indiana jones that is i that is a single best piece of music i think i in I, my personal opinion i would argue that
3: I, I think there's one piece that's better but um right. i just the, the superman stuff is the just the opening credits of that movie are just so like yes i'm let's do this fucking superman let's go well,
1: i know well that's what i mean like when you hear not the edited straight to the fanfare right. fart when it gets when it <laughs> well like the real like album version is yes. like you get that little twinkly bit when the kid's reading the comic book right. into the curtains into the, like the starfield we have with the slow build dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, you know and most people just skip right to that yeah. yeah 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 so so i as like i said for my for my money that's as easily as, and i don't get me wrong indiana jones oh, e. yeah, T, no, all not, this great shit not gonna argue star wars it. everything but
3: um so anyway i've got the other two versions i'm gonna watch the the television version next because that clearly to me is the one that i remember the most because there there were scenes in this that i was waiting for that didn't happen
1: i don't know that i've ever seen that version like
3: i very specifically remember when As a baby, when he's rocketing towards Earth, there is a shot where he passes the three in the Phantom Zone. Very specifically passes by them as on his journey to Earth. And that's not in the theatrical cut.
1: So I think they stuck that into Superman 2.
0: I want to say I remember that shot from Superman 2. I don't. I remember it from Superman 3. No, no, you don't. Because that's not about that. I remember it from Superman <laughs> four. Oh, well, well, okay. cause
1: like, you know, and, well, you know, it, they shot it as the reason it feels rushed is it was going to be one no. long ass four hour movie, yeah, you know. know, with the, you know, with general Zod and all that in the first movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were like, okay, people have to go to the bathroom. This isn't gone with the fucking wind here. <laughs> right. Um, that's why it's really weird that that whole setup is still in the first one. Right. And that's why I'm saying, I think I remember in the, like when, cause I believe they go back and show Jarrell sentencing or, you know, testifying against them they and do. like the sentencing in Superman 2 yeah. and like they get shot off in the Phantom Zone and they basically show like how how he basically rockets past them and gets there so much sooner You know, maybe that's into him. I yeah. maybe I don't know you will find out on your journey I will yes I will so anyway definitely. I seem to remember the Richard Donner cut just being a mess like I did not enjoy that when it came out I, I also
3: thought it was rather pointless especially because of he got to restore his original ending, which is the ending for the first one. Mm-hmm. So you're just like,
1: wait, you would have done it again. And yep. it's just like that. This, I, I want a special edition where someone just takes out the goofy shit somehow. Like, I mean, <laughs> of the first two movies, like that's all I want. Like, I mean, I don't know how you would fix it where he doesn't spin back time by flying around the earth. Like yeah. that's such a crucial plot point, but like the cellophane S into <laughs> is the dumbest fucking thing ever. like, And I love Superman too. Like, but yeah, just like, oh, my symbol is also a giant cellophane blanket that will trap you naked gun style. Like, what? Yeah. And like when that wasn't when that when that was like the main thing. It was sort of like every every iteration of Star Wars when it came on VHS, special edition, Blu-ray, DVD, Mm -hmm. it was like I kept waiting for them to fix Blue Luke, and it wasn't until like the DVD release or whatever finally they went back and fixed that. And I was like, oh you fixed that finally I like when I saw the Richard Donner cut I was like oh please tell me you took out the cellophane S (laughs) (laughs) nope nope apparently not yeah
3: so anyway I'm I'm on a Superman journey now so and it'll lead me to Superman 4 which I've never ever seen
0: you're in for I honestly did not know there was a Superman 4 when I said Superman 4 yeah you're you're in for a thing I know I, I know
1: it's a canon film I I gotta say like (laughs) oh great I gotta gotta say like I need to rewatch that only because like as a little kid when I would watch all kinds of shit Mm -hmm. going that is terrible that Uh is like one of the worst things I've ever seen Uh and so like I can only imagine how I would view it now
3: okay cool yeah I have no idea I I have no idea if I'm going to just think it's a campy (laughs) fun time or if I'm going to be like do you know anything about it I I know the general, I I know that he tries to rid the world of nuclear weapons. I know that Lex Luthor makes nuclear man. Uh, What was that word you just said? Nuclear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she somehow made it worse.
1: (laughs) You dumb motherfucker. It's pronounced nuclear. Nuclear. (laughs) Fucking Homer Simpson
0: ass. I love doing that. Anyway, that's where I'm at. We have late breaking news from the live stream chat on uh, that oh. shot. <laughs> on <laughs> okay. That shot of Little Superman rocketing by the Zods is from the Donner cut of Superman 2. Thanks, Bill Billings. Huh. Thanks, Bill. He just checked his copy. The Zods. The, the Zods. Zods. Yes. Cool.
1: All right. So. I have watched three or four in so long. Three, oddly
3: enough, is the one I've seen the most. <sighs> I don't think I like it, but it's the one I've seen the most. I could recite the dialogue in Superman three backwards and forwards. There was a weird point Go,
0: starting now. Go. I-
1: <laughs> There's a weird point in time. I don't know what. It, I don't know how it happened. I don't know if I had a, a VHS copy from mm-hmm. like HBO or something. But there was a weird point in time where I watched Supergirl. Yeah. Like, like probably twenty times in a six month period. Mm-hmm. Now I don't remember a fucking thing about that movie. Yeah. Like at all. <laughs> like I remember the weird ending.
0: Yeah. But like. <laughs> Like, I vaguely remember a culvert not being like a big cement culvert mm-hmm. and Supergirl around it. That's all I remember from Supergirl.
3: Yeah. yeah. The only thing I remember is that she arrives on Earth and just pops out as Supergirl. It's like her costume and all her thing crash lands and she just flies right out of it. I'm Supergirl. I'm here.
0: It's well, weird. She, does, she
1: doesn't do the aging thing, you know, The Yeah, right. She She was already like grown up. Yeah. It's a weird thing, but she was
0: already costume and all, like Superman.
1: Yes. yes, I mean you do know, like the reason why, like she's actually older, or she what? <laughs> she's like basically the same age. She like, she doesn't age on the journey, whereas he did, or, uh-huh. or you know, fuck, I
0: don't know, whatever. <laughs> it's confusing. There's some comic book. I'm shit. saying there's
1: also there's also there's also versions where like sh- she went in the Phantom Zone for a while, like y- yeah. she, she hit the Phantom Zone and was stuck there for a while, and then. So she didn't age.
3: (laughs) That makes sense.
1: I'm saying there's, there's lots of weird origin things. Yeah. Of of like how she's younger than Superman, but actually was older. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like when he was a baby, she was like a teenager and or whatever. And then he, you know, he basically got here and aged the normal time and she was stuck for a while. Yep.
0: Uh, Well, it's because they have a red sun mm -hmm. and the gravity on Krypton is made of kryptonite. Right. So yeah. 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 (laughs) Nailed it. I love comic books yeah. so much. They're real good. I like how confusing everything is. That's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I figure I, if I'm going to get into anything comics, I'm going to have to find a brand new comic that has nothing to do with anything else and grab issue one and go I've, from there.
1: I've said it. If you want to read the characters and don't want all the backstory, read any Ultimate Marvel thing because it's it's like... You're aware of who Spider-Man is. Go. You don't need backstory.
3: That's my my comic book thing has basically been pick the the failed character that only had a six issue run. Read that. You won't be lost. You'll be fine. You'll be sad that it's over. But so far, it's worked out. I, I'm right. having a good time. I'm glad you're having a good time. Yeah. Like if I had just been like, I'm going to start reading The Avengers, I would have been like, holy shit. <laughs> Where do I do this? <laughs>
0: I hold no ill will towards comic books or people who enjoy them. I want you to continue to enjoy it, but also don't spend all of your money on it. Ah, I
1: I buy such cheap... You do one thing, one thing only. Don't buy all those comic books.
0: (laughs) I know, I I keep a running tally in my head of how much you're spending on comic books, and it's already too much. No. You're in too fast, too hard. I've spent so little money on comic books. I've seen your hauls. Pardon me? I've seen your hauls. Oh, okay. What <laughs> I was going to say, get out of my house. <laughs> I've seen your Ricola. <laughs> I've seen your Ludens. Um, what? <laughs> I've i seen what kind of shit you buy. I know what you're doing. Yeah, you do. There's 50 times more than that that I, that I don't see. That's, that's my estimation. Okay. <laughs> At least 50 times. It's probably like 100 times. He has a whole second house. that's just nothing but all the bullshit he's bought <laughs> <Right>. over years. <here. laughs> it's just a bunch of old dusty Sega Genesis and, and comic books. No. And dumb movies. I know I'm right. You've got a storage unit somewhere that's full of bullshit. I know you have a storage unit full of bullshit. That is accurate. Yes. I've, I've seen the storage room. He has. Yeah.
3: I gave you a present.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that present was. I know the rest of the bullshit that's in that storage unit. There's
3: two more boxes of that if you want one. <laughs> It
0: was this. (laughs) I'm glad that you have a specific box of porn right there. Well, I covered up the knot. (laughs) Well, you better not do that. (laughs) (laughs) You better not. Uh, Do we have emails? Oh, we do. We have a pair of emails. (laughs) The first one is from Jeff. It's entitled Wreck-It Ico. Jeff says, hey, guys, just a quick recommendation, not for the cast, but for your enjoyment. You talked about IO last week, so keeping up with Netflix flicks, check out The Night Comes for Us. It's gloriously violent martial arts with Aiko Uwais, I hope I said that right, and probably most of the stunt team from the Raid movies, and those guys are insane. The opening fight takes place in a butcher shop, and boy, do they make use of the props. Things get crazier from there. Dudes get wrecked. Some had to have, some had to have died. <laughs> that is all. Sent from my brain-splattered, gore-dripping iPhone after I yank it out of Thug Number 13's skull. Okay. All right. Uh, The night comes for us. I will definitely
1: watch that because apparently <sighs> there are two Gareth's and I can never remember which one's which Gareth there's Gareth Edwards and Gareth Evans, right? And one of them made the raid. Yes. And I'm my brain is not functioning enough to determine which Gareth it is. The other made Star Wars.
0: Okay. Well, did you know that you have a computer right in front of you? Eh. Uh.
1: Well, I'm saying I, I, my point is, is whichever Gareth, it might be uh, made, <laughs> mm-hmm. made a movie. It's on Netflix. And uh, and apparently it's everything I don't want. Like, oh. it's like, you're know, like, dude, from the raid made a movie. And, and apparently it's like slow and drama. And it's like, mm, well, that one,
0: uh, considering brain, brain splattered, gore dripping iPhone after I yank it right. out of thug number 13. Sc- that, that sounds skull. like a
1: part of the raid. I do want. Would it be Ed- Edwards? Uh, well. No. Evans. 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 Evans is the winner.
0: Yeah. Congratulations, Gareth Evans. Please come <laughs> by for your prize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired.
3: He's making a Deathstroke
1: movie.
0: Hmm. That's
1: right. He's attached to that movie. That will never happen.
3: Oh, starring Joe Mangliano.
0: Mangliano. Manganiello. Oh,
3: you mean Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Mangina.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Joe Margarine and Limoncello. Yeah, that's never happening. Uh, Yeah, it's a shame. We have another email. All right. Okay. It's from Jack from Columbia, South Carolina. Entitled, Movie Suggestion, Mafia vs. Ninja. Jack says... Hi, guys. Have y'all ever heard of Mafia vs. Ninja? It's this 80s kung fu movie with ninjas, but strangely, no mafia members. In fact, the ninjas are the organized crime. The only Italian in sight is a knife-throwing henchman, except he doesn't actually throw any knives because it's all done with bad trick photography. The fights are actually pretty good, but the stunt doubles are comically obvious. It seems like it'd be right up the BAMFcast's alley. Just wanted to throw that suggestion out there. Best, Jack from Columbia, Scarolina.
3: That's where I was born. Scarolina? Yeah. Columbia.
0: Do you want to talk about his movie suggestion or just where you were born?
3: That's pretty much all I want to say. No. <laughs>
1: was there a lot of mafia versus ninja fighting in Colby, All the time. Yes.
3: Yeah. I left when I was six months old because the mafia versus ninja fights were so bad. Well, sure. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. Um, I, I've I've been aware of this movie, but I've never seen a good copy of it. So it it's just been one of those things where it's like, yeah, if that ever comes out somewhere, you know that on a thing where we can actually see what's happening that would be maybe something we would do
1: but okay yeah, i do believe that i feel like that's been suggested before or we thought about it before many times
3: it's it's come up but it's always good to come up again because it's a it's a good reminder of
1: we still need it, to find that one where it's like bruce lee and somebody fight like satan oh that, uh, yeah yeah Whatever the hell that one was. Yeah,
3: we had it for a short time and that DVD was fucking trash. Great. Like that was some bootleg ass DVD that Amazon sold me and I sent that shit back.
1: Okay.
3: Told them to eat shit. Good. And they were like, thank you.
1: <laughs> it's like Bruce Enjoy Lee and some superhero, right? It's like
3: he, it's, it's Bruce Lee goes to hell and it's just like it, he fights like Godzilla and, yeah. and Superman. Yeah, I was going to say I was like it's Superman
1: it's this copyright infringement
3: nightmare. Right. <laughs> so, Yeah. Bruce Lee has risen from the grave, or something
0: like that. Sure, I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's been a weird week, man. We haven't watched much, and I don't have much to say about Buffy versus Ninja, except that we're still looking for. If you know of a source of finding it, um, a good source. A I good mean, source, I, I'm yeah. aware
3: of this. The current source, <laughs>
1: right? So,
3: yeah. If it, I mean, if it's out there somewhere, I'm not aware of. Like, oh, there's a nice HD print on Amazon or something. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Let me know.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's weird. We do. We're looking for shit movies, mm-hmm. but we've become quality snobs. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very strange. Yep. It's not necessarily conducive to, like, what we should be doing. Well, because... I mean, I was just thinking about the shit we used to suffer through, like, grainy-ass movies. Like,
3: the problem is that our technology keeps getting better for viewing, and as a result, the older stuff that is just like a VHS rip or something looks worse, and is just going to continue to get worse as the, the TV technology gets better. True. So that that's the problem. Like if we, if we were watching on like a tube TV, Mm -hmm. you know, that would be all right.
0: I think we're also like, we are finding more places to find things so we can find better, just better stuff to watch. So we don't have to suffer through this shit. That looks like it was shot through a cardboard tube. Yeah.
3: So there, there's definitely stuff that has been stuck on VHS forever that I would love for us to do. Uh, it is, it's just a, and I, I next week's movie actually is a VHS rip. But that's just like, that's just a necessity. It's like this thing is never coming out. So, yeah. so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, we'll see how much of quality snobs we are next week.
1: I don't know. I'm still mostly of the opinion I'll watch just about anything as long as I can see it. Like, the, it's those ones that are like so uh, over scanned, like to the point that like you can't, it's just darkness and scan lines. It's yeah. like, I, yeah. okay, what's the point? I can't see shit or hear shit.
3: Yeah. I mean, I was, I was watching a movie that. I was just screening some stuff, trying to figure out some stuff for us to watch, and there was one movie where it's like, literally, you could not see human faces. The The copy was so blurry. It was just, and you might as well just be looking at thumbs walking around. Like, I have no idea which actor was which. Hmm. And that kind of thing is just like, come on, guys. Yeah. We're better than that.
1: <laughs> as, better than things that. like that remind me of like, the first copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special I ever got, where right. it was like, a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy on VHS, and it was like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. this is this is just one big blur. Yeah. Well, it really affects your ability to judge the rest of the movie by right. any of its merits. Well, at least the way the movie looks by any of its merits and that's a large part of what a movie is is the way it looks. Right. So. I don't know. We're not the bad radio play cast. <laughs> Ooh. I <didn't> do that. <laughs> Well, I know what the shadow does. This week, it's the Phantom versus the Shadow in Hell. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do that. Somebody with a big sheet of metal in the background. <laughs> well, does so that pretty much wrap us up? Yeah, speaking yeah. of big big sheets of metal. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Do you have a segue for that? Nope. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're king of the segues. We'll Gonna let keep the it rolling.
1: thunder roll on into the next section. Yeah.
0: Well, if lightning strikes your wallet... Uh, open it up
1: (laughs) your ass on fire
0: (laughs) open it up and send it to patreon.com slash bmfcast I don't fucking know Um, (laughs) saddle up cowboy uh, and gallop on over to our our Patreon and uh, I don't have any more cow related metaphors for that except uh, it's our cash cow I don't know give us a couple bucks a month for some Kick-ass content that we produce for you. For
1: movies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> movies yeah. for some utterly good content. <laughs> there we are. I knew you guys would save me. Yeah. But um, yeah, Patreon is uh, how we keep the lights on, the doors open, and the uh, keep all the trucks carrying our internet stuff to and from you and us and all that.
3: Trucks move America and the BAMF
0: cast. Right. Through the tubes. But uh, patreon.com slash BMF cast. That is where the Patreon... The Patreon is become a patron. Get cool shit. Get a special uh, little room in our Discord called the Swanky Patron Lounge. Oh, it is swanky. It's nice. It's, it's got a nice carpets, plush. Yeah. It's got a sunken yeah. It's sunken living and risen room and it, it rises and sinks all the time. It's got a big tub in it. Hmm. Anyway, that's this is all dumb, but. but- Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us money, please. We beg you. Thank you to those of you who give it to us. (laughs) Thank thank you. (laughs) Thanks for coming in. Thank you. (laughs) I'm a little stuffy right now. Um, Anyway, the website is bmfcast.com. You can go over there, click on all of the buttons that will take you to our social things, like the Discord, where you can join and have lively chats with us while we're trying to avoid work. And it will also take you to things like our Twitter or our email address, which, if you just want to hear it now, is bmf at bmfcast.com. Also, if you would like to communicate with us via your voice, you may call the Garfield phone, the BMFcast hotline, 9105 bmf or 9105569263. Leave us a message. Garfield has been lonely lately. So, yeah, you can always record him and attach him to the e- emails too. You could do that if you do not want to pay for international calling or you don't have long distance on your wall phone your landline or if you have a bad phone plan yeah, your sat phone yeah yeah if you're stuck in antarctica email us instead because it's probably slightly cheaper all right and that's it let's get out of here shall we all i'm harlow i'm bj i'm chuck and for mackey this is bamfcast out <laughs>